1: welcome to luna the podcast i'm your host carolina salazar and i am here to be your spiritual big sister guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery my goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy to understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey my purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow And to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, Angel. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today and for listening to the podcast. Whether you're a returning listener or you're new here, thank you so much. I'm very grateful for each and every one of you who tune in. Especially grateful for the ones of you who take the time to DM me on Instagram and share how you're liking the episodes and what's resonated. It truly makes me so, so happy. And it's honestly what keeps me going. So, hello. As you guys probably can tell, I took a little bit of a break from the podcast. So, we are back with season two, and I'm really excited to be recording today. A lot of things happened in my life over the last month or so. I went home for the holidays. I did a social media detox, which was amazing and so needed for my mental health. And it honestly changed my energy completely in a way I really, really needed it to. And then I moved to a new apartment in New York, so I am now recording live from my new living room. I just woke up a few hours ago. I am looking at my new couch that I got yesterday, and I have a little candle burning and fresh flowers next to me, and I want this to feel very cozy. I wanted to feel like we are hanging out together, sitting in my living room together and just chatting. And for this new season, I'm going to be taking the podcast in a slightly new and different direction. I'm feeling called to recording the episodes in series. So the way that I'm going to go about this is essentially choosing a topic that I... I'm interested in and then having many different episodes to kind of dive into each part of that wider ranging topic and then be able to kind of touch on all the different aspects of it and really just provide you guys with tools and teachings and just tangible takeaways for you to use in your daily life to explore spirituality to get to know yourself better to start looking at your life holistically. This podcast, when I first started it, my intention was to provide you guys with grounded spiritual tools to help you align with your higher self. And this podcast is still a product of that original seed that I planted, but I also want to be able to expand it into many different directions and just really be able to dive deep Sometimes if I record just one episode on a topic, I feel like I can't get as deep as I want, so that's why we're going to take this in series, and I hope you guys are excited. There are so many things I want to talk about and so many topics I want to cover, so I think this is going to be an awesome season, and for the first series of this season, we are going to be talking about astrology. Astrology is something that I'm incredibly passionate about, and I've had a few guests on the podcast to talk about astrology. I always ask people about their sun, moon, and rising. But for me, it really goes deeper than that. Astrology has been such a powerful tool in my life to get a deeper understanding of myself, to understand patterns, to understand what I needed to what areas of my life I needed to grow in, to understand how I could level up my life. By understanding different aspects of my chart that might have been a little bit more challenging or just simply by getting to know myself i've begun to have a deeper compassion for the way i show up in the world it's also really helped me understand the people i love when I've been able to look at their birth charts and just understand the way they are and the ways that they differ from how I am. I'm also now a few years deep into my astrology journey, so I'm now also getting into a lot more intricate things about the birth chart and looking at transits and so many other things, but I know that there are so many people out there who like astrology and who might have CoStar, like maybe you have CoStar on your phone um, or you have, you know an understanding of your sun sign, but maybe you're interested in learning more, maybe CoStar kind of confuses you, and when you look at your chart and the numbers and all the things, it just is something that kind of goes over your head, and so I really wanted to focus this series on breaking down elements of a birth chart, so that you can start looking at your birth chart, and being able to, to look at it, to study it, to learn more, and just understand how intricate it is so I'm going to make sure to keep things very grounded to make it easy to understand to make it applicable so you can dive deeper following the episodes and just to give you guys a little bit of an overview this series is going to have 10 different episodes we're going to dive into your sun and your rising signs the moon and the moon phases Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, all the planets. We're also going to talk about your north node and your south node placements, the energy of the 12 different zodiac signs, and the 12 houses. So I hope you're excited. So on today's episode, for the first episode of the series, I want to talk about The difference between your rising sign and your sun sign. And before I get started, I just wanted to kind of share how you can find out what all of these things are for you in your chart. And there are many different ways, but the easiest way that I recommend, which also will help you familiarize with the way a birth chart looks like, is going on this website called astro.com. And when you pull it up, you go to charts and calculations and then extended chart selection. And from there, you can add a new person and add in your name, your birthday, or hour you were born, and where you were born. And then you can see what your birth chart looks like. And the first time you look at your birth chart, it's going to look a little bit confusing because essentially what it looks like is just a wheel. And it looks like a pie, and that pie has 12 different parts, which are the houses. And as you probably know, there are also 12 zodiac signs. So every house of your birth chart is ruled by one of the 12 zodiac signs. And I'll dive into that a little bit deeper as we go along, but that's just a little bit of an overview. And then you also see different icons within the wheel, and those icons are what represents the planets. So sun the moon venus mars etc then on the bottom left corner you'll be able to see all, like a little key that explains which what each of those elements is associated with so you'll see like the sun looks like a circle with a little dot in the middle the moon looks like the moon venus looks like the female sign and mars looks like the male sign etc so once you pull that up you'll be able to see what each of those planets is ruled by. So you'll be able to see if your moon is in Libra or your moon is in Aquarius or your Venus is in Sagittarius or whatever. You'll be able to see which signs are associated with each planet. And so as we move along the series and as I talk about these different elements of the chart, you'll be able to refer back to your chart, see which sign your associated planet is in and then go deeper after and look more into that specific placement. I hope that kind of explains a little bit on how to just familiarize yourself with your chart. And don't worry, as we move along the series, I'll provide more tips and guidance on understanding everything you see. But with that being said, let's dive into this episode. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please let me know. If you're excited for this series, please let me know. So let's go. Let's talk about your sun and your rising sign. So if you're looking at your birth chart, you'll see that the sun is a little icon that has an outer circle and an inner circle, and the inner circle is colored in. And your sun sign is probably the sign that you're most familiar with because that's the sign that pop astrology and horoscopes has popularized over the last few years. And I want to give a PSA about horoscopes. A lot of people say that horoscopes are general and they don't resonate with their horoscope, and that that's what creates the basis for astrology not being true or whatever. Because anyone could resonate with any of the 12 horoscopes that they read. And the thing is that, as I mentioned in the intro, when you look at your birth chart, you have all 12 signs in your birth chart, but it's going to be affecting a different part of your life because it's affecting a different house in your birth chart. And also, you will have certain signs, energies that are more emphasized in your birth chart. And maybe you have your sun in Virgo, but you have five planets in Sagittarius. You're going to identify a lot more with being a Sagittarius than with Virgo energy. So... That's why I think that pop astrology has kind of caused a lot of people to misinterpret what astrology really is and the fact that your birth chart and who you are is a lot more and it's a lot bigger than your sun. You might resonate a lot with your sun sign, but your birth chart has a lot of parts. I just wanted to clarify that before we dive in because that's something that a lot of people often bring up when it comes to astrology but now let's talk about the sun so what is the sun in your birth chart well if you think of the sun in the sky in the solar system the sun is literally a glowing ball of fire the sun illuminates the days on earth without the sun everything would be dark everything would be hidden you wouldn't be able to see things clearly and The sun, you know, if you're sitting out in a beach and you're tanning and the sun is falling on your skin, you feel warmer and you feel more vital and you feel kind of more energized. And the sun is what makes the day bright. It's what makes the days illuminated. And that's the same effect it has on your birth chart. So the way your sun is placed in your birth chart, so the sun sign and the house the sun is placed in, That is what determines how you shine in this lifetime. What gives you vitality? What makes you feel energized? The word vitality means the state of being strong and active energy, the power giving continuance of life present in all living things. And that's exactly what the sun means for you. So when you think of your sun sign, think of what gives you energy? What gives you life? What's the energy that you shine? And when you tap into the positives and the light of your sun sign, you are able to feel more vitality in your life. You're able to feel more energized. You're able to give more energy. And there's a part of you that will shine, naturally shine more. So your sun is essentially this. It's essentially the essence that you shine out in the world And the vital force that drives you to seek your highest expression now the question is what's the rising sign and why is it important and what does it mean so your rising sign is one of the most important placements in your birth chart It's funny to me that most people know their sun signs but don't know their rising signs because I feel like knowing your rising sign is something essential (laughs) in life. It's something I notice so much in people I'm friends with and that are in my family and learning about my rising sign helped me understand myself so much and I'll explain why. The reason why it's really important to know your birth time is because your birth time is what determines your rising sign. Rising signs change every two hours, while with some signs around a month is ruled by each zodiac sign. So with rising signs, they're very, very changeable. And so that can change the whole entire structure of your chart if you don't have the right time that you were born. Because as I mentioned, your chart is ruled by 12 houses and the rising sign is determines what the first house is and that you will see what your rising sign is when you're looking at your natal chart wheel where you would see nine degrees on a clock and then from there on counterclockwise it'll be from the first house to the 12th house it's a little confusing i know but if you're looking at your natal chart wheel you will see that the numbers one through 12 start at nine o'clock and then go counterclockwise from there and then based on whichever sign rules your rising sign or your first house, you'll be able to know which sign rules every other house in your chart and it will always go in the same order. It just depends on which one is the first. So if you're an Aries rising like me, Aries would rule your first house and then Taurus would rule the second, Gemini the third, and onwards. If you're a Libra rising, then your second house would be ruled by Scorpio, your third house would be ruled by Sagittarius, and onwards like that. If you're a gemini rising gemini would rule your first house cancer would rule cancer would rule your second leo your third etc it's always going to go in the same order which is the order of the signs that you're probably familiar with but it might affect a different house placement for you and i know that's already getting pretty intricate in the details but that's a very important structural part of your birth chart and it all depends on the time that you were born And the first house is really important because the first house represents how you see the world. It represents essentially new beginnings in your life. So think about it when you're born. That's the first new beginning you experience. That's how you come into this world. And it represents, you know, firsts, like the first impression you would make on someone or the way you take initiative or the way you start things out in your life. And it also represents you. It represents your ego, it represents how you think of yourself when you try to find words and things to identify yourself with, your self-image and your sense of self and the image that you project onto other people. So think about that when you think about your rising sign, think about what energy is rising in your life, what energy are you here to embody when you think of the world, when you think of taking action, that's what the rising sign will represent for you. And that's what the first house will represent for you. So you might have other planets in your first house, and those planets will be very important in the way you see yourself, the way you think about who you are, the way you think of the world, the perspective you bring, and the way you approach new beginnings. The rising sign can also be associated with your physical appearance. It represents almost like the package that you give in this world and like a packaging it would be like your outer self so what you look like your physical body your head your face and the way in which you present yourself so sometimes it'll be associated with like how you dress and how other people see you So as you can see, there's a big difference in your rising sign and your sun sign. Your sun sign rules how you shine in this life and your vitality and what gives you energy and the energy you give to the things you do and the energy you embody when you allow yourself to shine to your fullest expression. Your rising sign is this energy that marks the new beginnings in your life and how you start things and how you see the world. And how other people see you. And also the attitude you take when you're starting things. And usually the energy that surrounds the beginning of things in your life. So I hope that that makes sense to all of you guys. If you have more questions, please reach out to me on Instagram at the Carolina Lifestyle. I'm happy to answer any questions. What I would recommend is for you to pull up your birth chart on Astro.com, as I explained in the beginning of the episode and take a look at what your rising sign is and what your sun sign is. also if if you're trying to look on the little key on the bottom left side of your astro.com chart where it says A C, because your rising sign is also called your ascendant sign. And so I would just recommend taking a note of what your sun sign and your rising sign is and then taking some time and just looking it up. Just look up for example, let's say your sun is in Scorpio and your rising sign is in Taurus. Look that up. Look up what does rising sun in Taurus mean or what does it mean to have the sun in Taurus? And if you want to take it a step further, also see where the sun icon in your birth chart falls in the houses. So basically see where the icon of the sun is in and then look at the number associated with that piece of the pie. And then look up what does it mean to have your sun in Scorpio in the seventh house? And then take a look and read into it and start learning that way. That's how I started learning about my birth charts. how I started learning about astrology was really diving into my own chart and taking the time to look up each planetary placement and each sign and in each house and see what you discover and see if it kind of opens your eyes to something new. Maybe you'll learn something about your chart that you weren't aware of. Maybe you'll really resonate with your rising sign and you'll understand a new part of why you are the way you are. And definitely let me know if this rings a bell, if you learned something new. I really want to hear from you guys as you start your astrology explorations. And yeah. I hope you are all excited for this series. I hope you're excited for this new revamp of the podcast. I know I am. And you know, there's so many of you guys, as I mentioned in the beginning, that reach out to me and share how much you're liking the podcast, and it truly makes me so happy, fills me with so much fulfillment, and it makes me really, really, really grateful, and it would mean the world to me if you guys could take one minute to rate the podcast, you can now do that on Spotify, if you scroll up to the top of the podcast, near the description, there's a little Button on the bottom left corner near the description where you can just rate the podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also do that. You can leave a little review. Any feedback would be amazing. My purpose with this podcast is to share knowledge, is to help people elevate their healing and self discovery journeys, and to just really dive deep and get to know yourself and your potential and just know that your health is so much more than what you eat and what you look like and it goes down to your level of your soul and that's why it's so fascinating to me to talk about spirituality and to be able to connect with people around spirituality. So I really hope that this podcast has an impact on you in some way. Um and if it does, I would really appreciate you sharing the love with me. So I can reach more people and so we can expand the impact that spirituality can have and that we can make modern spirituality demystified and holistic health mainstream so thank you so much for listening i hope you have an amazing week i hope you're doing well i hope your days are filled with light and i will see you on the next episode